0: Hi everyone welcome to today's podcast one percent better and that is exactly what we are talking about today how to improve your life one percent at a time so let's get right into it firstly I just want to ask the question how do you go about changing your life is it something that happens overnight well the answer hopefully is a big resounding no changing even a single aspect of your life takes time dedication and effort and humans are creatures of habit and once these habits have become deeply ingrained into our psyche it can be difficult to break now remember those habits could be positive or they could be negative regardless how this actually takes place it's a physical phenomenon that can be witnessed within the brain and i'll get into that in a little bit later yet despite many of us knowing all of this intuitively We still seem to think that we can make massive changes to our lives on a whim. I mean, if you've ever told yourself that you're going to start a new training program tomorrow and that might involve going to the gym four times a week and eating half of your current calorific intake, well then you're guilty of this. But there is a better solution and it's called Kaizen. Now this is a Sino-Japanese word for improvement and it has adapted to represent a specific approach to improvement one where you you make tiny improvements i mean you take tiny steps toward the goal that you're working towards as the old saying goes even the longest journey starts with a single step and what is a thousand mile hike other than a lot of single steps so when you look at challenges this way anything and everything becomes achievable So today I'm going to take you through this concept and squeeze it for absolutely everything it's worth. Whether it's your relationships, your fitness, your health, your business, or anything else you're looking to improve, Kaizen will help you get there. So get ready to change your life for the better, starting with just a single step. So why do we need Kaizen? Well, before we get into the nitty gritty of what it actually is, and why it works, let's first consider the alternative and why it's so important. So as I briefly mentioned before, the approach many of us impulsively make towards self-betterment is to try and change everything all at once. Hands up if you can relate, my hand is going up. I am a creature of impulse and instant results. So when I want something, I tend to want it right now, right here. And then, you know, my, my logical brain sort of kicks in and I get back to this methodology of Kaizen. So I'm going to continue to focus today using the example of health and fitness. So that example that I mentioned before about starting a new training program where you train four times a week and you cut your calorific intake is one that actually a lot of people can relate to. Perhaps you've done something similar yourself. The only problem is that this kind of approach completely misunderstands human psychology and the reality of our lifestyles. I mean, think about it. If you're currently out of shape, then it's probably because you aren't able to work out enough and because you aren't eating right. But why is that the case? Chances are it's because you're currently too tired and too demotivated to do those things. You probably come home in the evening and you feel absolutely shattered. You just don't have the energy or the willpower to exercise and you know what? That's completely understandable. And so you expect to now all of a sudden pull this kind of energy out of nowhere? You think that you can go from being too tired to work out at all and suddenly you're able to work out four times a week? Well let's break down what that actually means for a minute. It means coming home from work and then getting changed into your workout clothes. You then potentially drive 10, 15 minutes to get to the gym to do your 40, 45 minute workout. After that, you need to jump back in your car. You need to get home, shower, get changed. um, And then you need to get your stuff ready for what's happening that night. So that could be preparing dinner. It could be getting everything ready for the next working day or the kids for school. So that one workout, that 45 minute workout, probably took you more like two hours, which means you're now dedicating a whole new eight hours a week to your new regime. You realize that's an entire working day, right? So you're going from nothing to eight hours. Can you see the problem here? Meanwhile, you're also expecting yourself to potentially go out in the cold, You're expecting yourself to be organised the night before, you're expecting yourself to run and sweat in front of strangers, and then to maybe miss out on your favourite TV show, and your way that you generally relax and unwind. So you're not really trying to learn one new habit here, but rather learn a whole bunch of new habits, while at the same time unlearning a bunch of other habits. And that's not all. Now that you're burning eight hours of extra energy, you're also planning on eating, saying, 500 fewer calories a day. You're going to work twice as hard while taking in a significant amount less energy. So this is looking like a great plan. (laughs) As though this wasn't already enough of a challenge, what you probably don't realise is just how much your neuroscience is working against you in a situation like this our brains are highly plastic. That means they are adaptable to change and can physically restructure themselves according to our behaviors. You might think that that would be good news when you're trying to form new habits or lose old ones. But in fact, it also works against us. And that's because the brain shape, according to very simple rules, is that neurons that fire together wire together So if you repeatedly do one thing followed by another, then those two experiences become linked in the brain over time. And each time you do those things together, subsequently, you further reinforce and strengthen that connection. The connections become myelinated, meaning that the tendrils are insulated and the signals travel faster down them. They grow more nodes at the connection points. And eventually it gets to the point where you no longer have to think about the association because doing A automatically triggers B. Changing this takes a huge amount of work and in some cases is almost impossible. So to attempt to make this kind of wholesale change across multiple different habits all in one go, well, it's almost like we can be setting ourselves up for failure, And that's where Kaizen comes in and it's why this is such a powerful and transformative tool so I'm going to talk more about it now and how to put it to maximum use so you're probably wondering how this happens when you lay it all out like that it appears obvious that making gigantic changes to your routine would never be effective if that's true then why do we still spend our time determining that we're going to do this? And there are a few reasons. The first is that it's simply that much more appealing. No one likes the prospect of hard work or something taking a huge amount of time. On the other hand, the idea that everything can change in a single day is immensely gratifying. Like what I said before, hands up if you're that you know spontaneous, instantaneous person. So it should come as no huge surprise that we can get caught up in this notion. The other issue facing us is the media because, of course, it makes a whole lot of sense for advertising agencies to want us to take a more one-and-done approach to our self-transformation. Gyms, they want to sell gym memberships. That's why they're in business. They do that by telling us that we all need to go um, or don't bother. It's either all in or nothing at all. They tell us that we should buy all the workout equipment, the expensive protein shakes, you know, the year-long membership to really maximise those results. And then what happens? Well, what comes next is that we feel guilty watching that money come out of our accounts every month while we don't really get to go to the gym as often as we intended. So Kaizen is a term that has very much been adopted by the self-improvement crowd And that is popular among everyone who hopes to become happier, fitter, wealthier, wiser, you name it. But it began as a business term. And understanding its roots in this way can go a long way to helping us grasp the concept and better apply it to our own lives. So if you happen to run a business, then of course, you're gonna find all of this useful um, for its own merits. But again, reiterating, even though it started as a concept Um, for improvement in business it is something that can be adopted for every element of life. So we know that the word kaizen means improvement or change for the better in Japanese however the term is used specifically to refer to continuous improvement or small changes and I just briefly mentioned that the first um, adopted meaning came into the world of business. It was actually um, specifically pertaining to the methodologies of the car manufacturer Toyota and then this strategy has been successfully adapted to businesses for many organizations and later to the self-improvement field. So that's where I was saying we can adapt it for so many areas of our life. Now we say that there are five s words for kaizen the five s's it has grown to become something of a shorthand (laughs) so what are they well the first part of it is sorting this means that you keep your work in the designated area and keep it organized so again it's not just for work it can be for home um, decluttering having everything returned to its to its house to where it lives in that cupboard or on that shelf keep it organized we then have the second s which is systematic arrangement this means that you arrange your items in the optimum manner for efficient retrieval now this is really important when it comes to um, either logistics or storage businesses for instance um, but again really important for home using the first example of sorting if everything is sorted and then put in a systematic place we know where we can find it so not only are we more efficient uh, productivity increases because we don't spend our time fluffing around looking for something you know misplacing it putting it back where it's not supposed to be later the third s is shining and this means cleaning the workplace and all the equipment because this can reduce errors further down the line so again same thing relevant for for home. We've got the fourth S which is standardising and this means using standard processes that can be repeated, tested and fixed. So standardising your home 1% better, making sure that school lunches for example are done every night at 8pm. Now, uh, that's just an example. Um, But you can slowly start to see how standardizing the routine creates a habit, which can then ultimately lead to um, better efficiencies, more productivity. And then the fifth and final S is sustaining. This means that you must sustain adherence to the previous four S's. So again, while this system was originally designated for... um, Toyota (laughs) and business, you can see that it works well in so many other types of areas in life, business, personally, you name it. So we've spoken about Kaizen, which is all about small improvement. What's the opposite of Kaizen? Well, it's Kaikaku. While Kaizen can be immensely powerful when applied correctly, it also isn't the right fit for every situation and I really need to highlight the importance of this because every now and then a process or a flow is beyond salvation and this is when a situation calls for keikaku or drastic change. As you might have guessed, this means throwing the old process out of the window and starting all over again. And you'll find that massive change like this often meets with great psychological resistance. But it's so important that you only stick to a process or flow for the right reasons. And that does not include nostalgia or being sentimental about it. In other words, I mean, if you've been working on a website for the last five years and it simply isn't gaining any traction, then you might need to completely rethink your strategy or you might even need to start again from scratch. And you can't look at it as a waste, not at all. You need to look at it as taking progress to improve, to go forward. The longer you keep a failed project going, the more energy, money and resources you're just gonna sink into it. And one of the key aspects of successful Kaizen is knowing the difference. When it's time for keikaku, And when it's time for Kaizen. Okay. So far, we've looked at a whole lot of theory regarding Kaizen. We've seen how it works in business, where it all started. But now it's time to address how it can work in our personal lives as well, just to see the theory in action. And again, I'm going to take you back through the example of fitness and potentially working out. So... The most obvious way to apply the concept of small changes every day to health and fitness is to try to employ the idea of the micro workout. This means that you will be exercising for just a couple of minutes each day to begin with. And this then has numerous advantages. It makes the prospect of working out far less daunting. It means committing to a much smaller challenge while your energy levels are still not at their optimum. And it also means forming a new positive habit. So let's say that instead of going to the gym four times a week and eating 500 fewer calories every day, you instead commit to doing, say, 20 squats every morning and then skipping your morning latte. So what happens here is now you're exercising a little bit every day, which will have some benefit. At the very least, it will get your blood pumping and it will tone your muscles slightly. What's more though, is that you will begin to form a new positive habit. And I'm just going to share a fun fact, because many people believe it takes 30 days to form a new habit, but it actually takes closer to 66 days, according to the most recent research. In one study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, researcher Philip Lally looked at the habits of 96 people over 12 weeks. Now each person chose one new habit to try for 12 weeks and reported each day on whether they successfully stuck to the new habit. And after analysing the data, it was concluded that it took 66 days for new successful habits to form. Though this was greatly dependent on the individual, in some cases it took anywhere between 18 to 254 days for the new habit to form. But however long it takes, the idea is that once you've been partaking in a particular behavior for long enough, say 66 days, it's then easier to build off of that. So now you're someone who does 20 squats in the morning, much easier to go from that Um, to someone who's trying to aim for 200 (laughs) right away. Likewise, once you're used to living off 50 calories less in your your diet by scrapping that latte, it might be easier to start dropping other sources of calories from other areas of your life. So is this true, Kaizen? Mm, Kinda, not really. (laughs) There is definitely value in the concept of the micro-workout There is also definite benefit to trying to cut calories here and there from your routine. But really Kaizen for health and fitness should mean looking at your entire routine and assessing what about it is making you unfit. Cutting that latte is a really good start but perhaps you also need to look for other small changes you can make. Moreover, you might also start looking for other reasons in your current routine that might be preventing you from training or from eating right. In other words, you're going to look at your entire lifestyle and routine as one giant flow or process and then attempt to make improvements. So you want to get into shape, but you can't quite motivate yourself to do it. The problem is not physical, it's psychological. But how do you go about breaking bad habits and getting yourself into the gym despite those reservations? Well, first of all, we need to assess what each of the psychological and situational blocks are that are stopping you from achieving this change in routine. Now, this will work for fitness, but it will also work for many other areas of your life if you apply the same principles. The key thing to recognise here is that energy is an unlimited resource, as is time. You can't keep adding more things to your routine and expect to get into shape. You're probably burned out and perhaps a little stressed or even depressed, and that is why you're not in the best of shape. So if you want to improve your health, then you need to look at the ways to make your day more efficient so that you'll have more opportunity to improve your health in other ways. So I want you to start to ask yourself, what can go? Ask yourself, what can be removed from my routine? So if you're currently using all of your energy by the end of the day or the end of the week, then look at your current routine and ask what you can cut out. It might be something simple. Maybe you could stop going to the pub on Sunday afternoons. Or maybe it's something that requires a little more organization. Perhaps you could speak with your employer about working from home an extra day a week. This could save you a huge amount of energy. So don't keep trying to add into your life. Ask what you can cut out and where to fit it in. Remember in our example. That switching the order of events in terms of structuring the routine to go to the gym. You needed to sort of have an extra two hours of the day instead of just finding 40 minutes. Well, the same is, is true when we're going to look at how we can actually fit it in. It's just about incorporating those other elements into the routine so that they're not overwhelming, they're not daunting. So keep in mind factors like showering. So if you're exercising in the morning before your shower, then you're not adding extra time by showering as well. Why? Because it's already factored in. Alternatively, you might find that working out on your lunch break at work works well for you because you've eliminated the need for travel and you're already there with a nearby park. Again, you're looking to reduce waste (laughs) rather than adding in so you're cutting out rather than adding in and there are probably more small fixes that you can make in this efficient mindset too for instance ask yourself how many calories you're currently burning in a day it may well be that you you, like many other people are hardly able to move in any given day and so wearing a fitness tracker or a step counter can bring this to, to to the forefront really if you work at a computer you drive or you get to the train catch the train to work you don't engage in probably as much physical activity as someone who walks Um, so if that's the case look at ways that you can improve that might mean walking to the bus stop or getting off a stop early It might mean using a standing desk to check your emails or it might even mean going for a very light walk at lunch. We're just trying to make these small 1% changes to get some benefit here because we know that these small changes add up to bigger effects but what's more is that they force adaptations in our body and from your perspective your day will look very similar because you fitted the movement into your day in logical ways. So the take home then is this, if you're out of shape right now, that's probably symptomatic of an overly busy and overly stressful routine. That means your lifestyle is probably inefficient and there are likely things that you can do to win back time, energy and vitality. At the very least, you can find smarter ways to fit the new things in that you want to do. And this is an entirely different way to go about getting into shape, yet it is far more effective. So if you want to achieve more with your life, then one of the best and most important things you can do is wake up at a reasonable time. Start getting up 30 minutes earlier and you will gain three and a half hours a week to exercise, to learn, to read. We need sleep of course, so the aim here is not to sleep 30 minutes less, Rather, it's time to get rid of the the wasted time when we hit the snooze button. So the hack here is simply pick up your phone when the alarm goes and actually spend some time looking at it. Why, I know that that goes against so many things that we're taught about technology right now, but the bright screen encourages the production of the neurotransmitter cortisol, which helps to wake us up. More important, though, is that it's a great way to wake up because our minds are engaged, and more likely we're we're just flicking through, or you know we're starting to think for the first time in the day. We also generally enjoy looking at our phones. Um, many of us are somewhat addicted. Um, so if we can try to again keep that that habit in check and in balance, we can use it to our advantage. So getting up becomes that much easier than getting out of bed entirely with that 1% change by not hitting snooze. Does that make sense? So, again, set your alarm 15 minutes earlier than when you when you want to get up. When it goes off, reach for your phone or tablet, enjoy having a bit of a flick, and then in 15 minutes, you will be ready to start the day. Now, that is just one area that we can improve one percent at a time and the most valuable attribute is having a positive mindset so having a vision that's created around positivity persistence and self-confidence will be encouraging and supporting you on that one percent journey so make the most of now make the most of working toward the goal that gives us a purpose The journey is often so much more exciting than the destination anyway. And so I really want you to have that as a takeaway that Kaizen is an incredibly powerful tool. And when used correctly, it can completely transform your life by helping you to stop wasting time and energy on the small things. You can use it to improve your budget, your health, your physique, your productivity. But remember, it's all about balance and you do need to take the evening off every now and then or perhaps even a day. If you would like to reach out to me, you can find me on the socials as the Holistic Health and Wellness Centre and my website is hhwc.com.au.